0: Good morning. Let us begin. We are continuing today in Parakutes, And remember again, specifically with the concept of Kavad, when it comes to the performance of mitzvot, and more specifically, the focus on Hidr mitzvah, the idea of going above and beyond in the performance of a mitzvah as a display of Kavad, as a display of honor, which ultimately, again, is what we'll call the Ofen HaAsiyah, the manner of chasidos as manifest in the performance of mitzvot. So the rabbi writes as follows. Remember again yesterday he started on the topic of Shabbos. So he's continuing on this now as well. So we see that when it comes to Shabbos specifically, even the great men of the Gemara were careful to go ahead and actively themselves engage in the preparations of Shabbos. He gives examples of this. Rabbi Avoh Avoh would sit on an ivory stool and he would fan the fire. Rabbi would singe the head of the animal to remove the hair to to be able to eat it on Shabbos. Rava molach shibuta. Rava Salta the fish. Ravuna madlik shraga. Ravuna would go ahead and light the Shabbos candles for his wife. Now, what that means is that there's a concept prepare parrots. In other words, the wick, a wick catches fire sooner if it's been lit and extinguished. So he would light and extinguish the wicks for his wife. So that she could light Shabbos candles. Rapapa Godal Bsilta. Rapapa would braid the wicks. Ravchista Parim Silka. He would go ahead and throw in wood chips to the fire to allow it to, or he would chop up the wood chips. Rabba Ravyosev Nitsalku Tsivi. Rav Yosef would go ahead and literally throw small pieces of wood into the fire. Rabizira Mitsatze's tsatsuse. Rabbizira would go ahead and also the same ideas, throw in, throw in small pieces of wood into the fire to fan the flame. Rav Nachman, so we'll say, I just want, well, let's finish. Rav Nachman, Mikasei Vaal, Mikasei Finofik. this is great. Rav Nachman would bring in the packages from outside for Shabbos. Literally again, Mikasei Vaal, Mikasei finafik means he would load up on his shoulder and go in and out. So whatever, the, 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 whoever went shopping is, wife, other people on shopping, he, he would bring in the packages on Erev Shabbos. Amar, he used to say, if Rabbi Amin and Rabbi Asi were come to visit me, and they had they brought luggage, would I not go out and carry in their luggage for them? And so he was saying, if if I would do that for Rabbi Amir and Rabbi Asi, of course I should do it on Rav HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the covet Shabbos. V'tira. say says, what do you see from here? HaKesha Shorav Nachman, Shish Shalom Makom You could learn something incredible from the words of Rav Nachman. How So, He said, he said, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, So we'll say, this is a paradigmatic example of Chasidus. What did Rav Nachman do? Rav Nachman said, what would I do to honor a person? And that same thing that I would do to honor a person... I do to honor HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Remember again, what's the whole chap of chasidus? The whole chap of chasidus is not just living up to expectations. That's being a tzaddik. Being a chasid means exceeding expectations. How do you exceed expectations? So on one hand, it's looking at mitzvos, not simply as commandments, but as expressions of what makes Hashem happy. Mitzvot are things that Hashem says this is good. Well, now that I know what Hashem likes, I can go above and beyond and do even more things that Hashem likes. Chassidus also looks for ways to again exceed expectations. What of Nachman say? Rav Nachman says, okay, how would I honor another human being? And the same way that I would honor another human being, let me bring that to my service of Hashem. So Rav Nachman says, if Rabbi Amin and Rabbi Asi were to show up at my house, of course I'd run out and go ahead and bring in their luggage. So so to the Kavach Shabbos, I'll go ahead and bring in the groceries, I'll bring in the packages, and that's a form of honor to Hashem as well. The Adavaz, the Neymar, the Olam, so I, will say, I just want to point out, by the way, all of these examples by Shabbos, just so you understand, all of these great men had people who could have done these things for them. In other words, in none of these cases was their actual service needed. They had a guy. They had a guy. They probably had plenty of guys, right, to be able to do all of this stuff. The point, the point, the point that Amchal is making is they actively decided to do it themselves, because they understood that the performance of these quote-unquote smaller acts, was in and of itself an incredible display of covet for Hashem. Beautiful. Therefore, again, About this, it is said, the Arum So we'll say, listen to this, Gemara says, a person should always be, they will say, the wording over here is very interesting. Arum Bi'ira means as follows. Arum means cunning. Cunning. Yira, in this concept, means Yiras Hashem, or in reverence of Hashem. They're both saying, now, the word cunning, see, we often understand, well, we often think about the word cunning, like, in a deceitful way. Arum, really, the way that Amchal is using it you over know, like, the Gemara is using it here, is someone who is, like, thoughtful. Right? In other words, when a person, chas shalom, is cunning, so what, what are they doing? They're using their intellect, right? They're, they're really being very thoughtful about how to deceive or hurt someone. Well, you could be arum, you could be cunning in a positive way, meaning be thoughtful. Be really deep and thoughtful. person should be deep and thoughtful when it comes to their Yirah Hashem. Meaning what? What's the idea of being cunning or being, or being thoughtful in Yirah? It means think about ways, additional ways in which a person could truly serve Hashem. What are ways in which I can go exceed expectations, go above and beyond in a way to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Well, so that it needs to be Arum Again, it's, it's the interesting distinction just between being a tzaddik and a chassid. You live up to expectations. By the way, that's incredible. I, I want to point out we're in no way demeaning being a tzaddik, right? Halavai, halavai, halavai. We should all be tzaddikim. But again, it's just interesting that you, you could live a life, and a great life being a tzaddik, or the Gemara says, be arum b'ira. Be a bit more, kind be a bit, a bit more thoughtful in your relationship with Hashem. What does that mean? Let me try to figure out, like, what is it that Hashem really wants? In addition to that which is stated, and let me go above and beyond, that's being a chassid. That's being a chassid. So, I'm sorry, he says, so the 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 chassid who is arum Biira, who is cunning in his yiras hashem ultimately he f- tries to find additional ways in which he is able to give honor to his god. So I'll we'll say because I recognize the greatness of our kaddish I want to go above and beyond in finding other ways in which to serve Him. Ultimately, again, because the, the greater I could create or the greater I could solidify my relationship with Hashem, the greater Kavod ultimately there is. So you have to understand something. HaKadosh Hu, the fact that HaKadosh has given us his Torah, and the fact that he has given us his system of spirituality, is an incredible, incredible thing. Because Hashem is Hashem, and we are mere mortal beings. But the fact that he is willing to go ahead and give that to us, is, is an incredible, incredible thing. He says, therefore, again, if we will say, you know, we, we often... It's important to kind of take a step back and think about that for just a moment. The Lachim has chosen us, has chosen us. And as a result of being chosen, he has given us this incredible system of spirituality. He says, ultimately, again, what's our job? So we'll say, at least if we have it, we have to go ahead and treat it with the proper respect and reverence and give a display, display ultimately, again, the great tikkar, the great honor that we feel in having this. So, so, so th- th- he, this is kind of like a different element that he's throwing in over here. So again, remember, the concept, the concept of being the chosid is the concept ultimately, again, of being arum Biira, of going above and beyond and finding ways for me to strengthen and bolster my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What drives that is a recognition that I feel so privileged that Hashem has given me Torah. He didn't have to give it to me. He's right, he, did, he didn't give it to 99% of humanity, So, the Misa, but he gave it to me. He gave it to me. So if he gave it to me, even though, again, I'm not sure I'm totally deserving of it, but he gave it to me, at least what I'm going to do is try to go above and beyond in the expression of my appreciation for this incredible and magnificent gift. It's such a different way of looking at, at, at our Yiddishkeit, instead of just looking at it as a responsibility, but really viewing it and looking at it as an incredible gift. Well, if something is a gift, you're going to be effusive in your gratitude for that particular gift. That's Chasidus. That's Chasidus. Chasidus is being effusive in your gratitude for the gift of Yiddishkeit. It's incredible. Vesira, Shizosia Yiraha HaAmitis, so we'll say, and Nadra Chal points out, he says, this is real Yira. Well when we speak about Yiras Shamayim. So what are we talking about? He says, Shehi Yiras Haromimos Shezacharno. We already spoke about this before. Real Yira, the real type of Yira that we're talking about, is Yiras Haromimos, an awe and the reverence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shebat taloi haKavod haMizkarev elKhibov haAva kiMoshe So we'll say this, this reverence, this awe and reverence, this ultimately, again, this is what engenders. This is what engenders these feelings of covet, these feelings of honor, that ultimately lead to a sense of love. He says, will <laughs> say, as opposed to yira, the what type of yira, the yira of the, the fear of punishment. was is fear of punishment an essential piece in our relationship with Hashem? Absolutely. Right? I would say every relationship has to have some element of fear, of, of punishment, or repercussion. Right? Again, is this true because that, that, that to a certain degree, like that's what keeps you on the straight and narrow, right? There's a certain fear, uh, a certain fear of punishment in, in, in a marriage. Right? A spouse knows that if they, if they do something wrong, ultimately that could cause the unraveling of the relationship with parents. There's a fear especially when a child is young of, of a punishment of a repercussion. So that, that, that's important. So is there an element of actual fear of punishment in a relationship with Hashem? Sure, sure, but that can't be the driver. That can't be the driver. Why says Ramchal? Because if that's the driver, that type of year, that type of fear, never really leads to a sense of covet, to a sense of feeling privileged that I have this relationship and a desire to exceed expectations. Nor does it lead to love. And I will say this is incredibly important because a lot of times when our Judaism, when our when our Yiddishkeit is stunted, it's stunted exactly because of this. Because we're much more rooted like in the fear framework than we are in what we call the Kavr HaRomimus, the awe framework. The fear framework is effective for not getting you to stray, but it doesn't really blossom into anything else. As opposed to the awe framework, that type of era that leads to covet, and ultimately, again, that leads to love. He goes on, Rebchal says as follows, Let's get back to Shabbos for just a moment, because they will say Shabbos, is using Shabbos as a as a great example of kind of how to build out this sense of covet, this sense of reverence for Hashem, which then leads to Ava, which represents this exceeding expectations. he goes on, He says, we will say, this is incredible. Rav Anan Erev Shabbos would wear a Gunda. I say, what's a Gunda? He would wear like a, like a nondescript plain black garment on Erev Shabbos. Why? Why? Because it was very beautiful. Because he wanted to make a contrast between what he wore on Erev Shabbos and what he wore on Shabbos. So Shabbos Dafka, he put on his nice clothing. Put on his nice clothing. So to create the contrast between the nondescript regular clothing he was wearing on, right, during the week versus nice Shabbos clothing, he, Dafka would go ahead and wear something very plain on Erev Shabbos. Quite beautiful. So I'll say this is interesting. The Ramchal is pointing out over here is it's not only actively preparing for Shabbos that's a form of covered Shabbos. So I'll say sometimes, sometimes, interestingly enough, withholding from certain things during the week also goes ahead. And creates a sense of Kavad Shabbos. Here, he was refraining or abstaining from wearing nicer clothing on Friday in order to create that contrast and show the Kavad for Shabbos. Very beautiful. Shemikoho yibachin yosemitio sakiburgamu chamitzva, the khed asru, similagin chazal said, forbid, forbade, likbo suda merf shabbos, ne kavad shabbos. Well, so you now to have a big suda on Erev Shabbos after a certain time in the day out of covered for Shabbos. We want you, right? We want you, we are ultimately, again, to show that the Shabbos is something special. You can't have a real Suda too late in the day. The the so we'll say, we'll stop over here for today, but what was highlighting over here was this idea that sometimes covered he reverted back to Shabbos, sometimes covered for Hashem is displayed in what you do, and sometimes covet is displayed in what you do, don't do. So I will say, th- this, by the way, also is, is, a, is a really profound idea. That, you know, sometimes the greatest covet I give to our Baruch Hu, we spoke about this like a little bit on Shabbos, is not doing something. It's holding myself back. Right? The yes or se'es, yes or o's. Somet- sometimes, sometimes the covet I give to HaShem is, I want to do something, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. So you could give covet by doing and you could also give cover sometimes by exercising restraint. All right, I'll say more on that. We'll tomorrow.